in your church, in your community. Now, when you hear that, I want you to just stop and reflect. What's the reaction inside of you? Is that something you believe? Is that something you believe you actually would be allowed to do? I was recently giving a homily at Mass about this idea of priest, prophet and king. And I spoke quite strongly about the fact that every baptised person is anointed to lead in their kingship. And that every person in the church is meant to take up that authority to lead the church and, and build it. Straight after Mass, I had a woman come up to me and say, but I can't do that because I'm not a priest. And I really felt the pain of that because I realized that this has been the failure of, of our church, that our whole vision of leadership has been so focused around position and the way that that position has been used has very often been in a way that actually abuses the position. Whenever people talk about leadership, they, they often talk about how there are many layers to leadership. Uh, John Maxwell, who's a famous author, he speaks a lot about this. And he says that the, the lowest, most basic level of leadership is positional leadership. You're a leader because you've got a title or a fancy hat or whatever it is. And people follow you because they have to. But he, as he says, that is the most basic of all forms of leadership. The, the more advanced levels of leadership are where people will follow you because you have influence, because you have a vision, because you have invested in their lives and, and you've got a, a real vision for changing their lives for the good. At that point, people will follow you wherever you go, even if you don't have a position. When we think about this idea of being anointed as king, we need to start to think of a whole different vision of leadership. You are given an authority by Christ to be able to influence the lives of other people and really lead them into their own authority so that they can then go and lead other people. The simplest way to think about this is that every sheep is meant to become a shepherd and every shepherd is meant to help other sheep become shepherds. Maybe that's the easiest way to explain your kingship. You have been given particular gifting and, and the body of Christ needs that gifting because without it, it's, it's disabled. You need to find a way to really order that gifting inside of you, you know, to be able to bring all those charisms into a place where they can truly be used for the kingdom of God. But then step into a space where you can help others do the same thing. Help other people to step out of their fears into a real maturity in Christ and become a shepherd. At the moment, we have a situation where in, in every parish, you, you maybe have one priest leading and then maybe a dozen or so others who have been given some sort of authority, you know, to lead volunteers or lead a parish council. But the vast majority of people in the pews, they just expect to be sheep. 
They don't expect to ever be asked to do something or ever be given permission to do anything. And this is tragic because as soon as those people leave church and go into the workplace, they are leading organizations bigger than the church could ever hope to be. You know, they are making enormous decisions and, and using their gifting. But as soon as we come to church, we become helpless children, completely passive, waiting for Father to tell us what to do. And this is where I think the whole structure of the church has failed. In that we, we need to come back and rediscover a baptismal calling not in a, in a sense where everyone's now competing to be in charge because that's not a scriptural vision of leadership. A scriptural vision of leadership is where every person is stepping into their part of the body of Christ, where the priest who's leading the parish sees their job as being to empower the people to do what he can't do and to reach out to those parts of the world which he can't get to and to, to be able to lead the people that he can never reach. We need to start to have a, a courage and a boldness to step into our gifting and to realize that we can have influence even when no one asks us to. You know, you don't need your parish priest to give you a particular title or a role before you start reviving your parish. No one needs to give you permission to have a conversation with someone after Mass. But right there, you can be leading. You can be influencing another person, speaking into their life about what God may potentially want to be doing in them. As I mentioned, this idea that, that, that the kingly role of leadership is really about drawing out the charisms in other people. Once again, the most effective way to do this is probably just having a conversation with someone after Mass hearing their story, listening to them, caring about them and pointing out to them where they could lead, where they could bring their charism into the forefront and, and help the whole body of Christ. As a church, the, the, the biggest things we need in this current age are vision and leadership. Vision to be able to go beyond just the ordinary of attending Mass, going home, and doing the same thing next Sunday. The, the popes for the last 50 years have been calling us to this place where we start to evangelize culture, where we really start to enter into the heart of the world and bring the gospel to places where ordained ministers could never reach. But this is where, for you as a layperson, to start to see how you could firstly do that yourself, but secondly, how you could encourage others to do it. How you could now become a real place of influencing other people to discover a vision that they've never seen before. I mentioned that we need to start to rediscover a different vision of leadership because we have come from a, a world and particularly I think a a recent history where leadership has been always at the front. It's always been authoritarian. It's always been very directive. 
But I think as a world and a society, we're starting to move into a place where we see that leadership is influence. That you don't necessarily have to be the person with the title or the position. You just need to be the person with the vision. And then to find the most gentle and subtle ways to present that vision to other people. And so this is where I would really want to just encourage you if you find yourself just being an ordinary parishioner sitting in the pews who yearns for your church to be in a better place, who, who looks at the world and, and hungers for the, the day when this world would know Christ, start to develop a vision within yourself of what this could be. And then pray for God to stir up within you the gifting that you need or the understanding of, of what particular part in that role you're going to play. But then don't be afraid to share that vision in, in, a, in a very gentle, non-combative kind of way, understanding that it, it can often take other people a long time to catch the vision that, that you've probably taken a long time to catch yourself. But this is where I think ordinary parishioners can start to lead their priests or even lead their bishops, not by trying to lobby or petition or create campaigns because for the average cleric who probably already feels out of their depth and insecure, it's just going to push them further into insecurity. But rather to come alongside as a brother or sister in Christ and just, just to share your passion, share your hunger for the world, even just to invite them to join you in prayer as you're trying to discern where God is calling you but don't be surprised if in the midst of that you start to find that the Spirit of God is using your passion to lead other people, to open up horizons of what is possible. But also, I think outside of the church context, to look at where your kingly role is meant to play out. Because I think for, for most lay people, this is within family. How are you meant to lead within family? Now, once again, for, for the average parent, you are the person with the position and the title. You know, you are mother or you are father. And the danger of positional leadership is that in your insecurity, you can end up trying to force someone to follow. But how do we now go to a, a higher level of leadership where they will follow because they are excited by the vision that you have? or because of the way that you've invested in them to draw out their gifting. And I think this is where, you know, in parenting, to see your job as not simply trying to just feed and educate your children, but how are you trying to lead them in a particular direction in the sense of trying to get them excited by a worldview or a vision of what they could be? How do you draw out of them the gifting that will help them to become shepherds. I, I personally think that so much of leadership is about storytelling. It's not about authority and domination and rules. I think it's really just about telling a good story. If you can tell a story of what the future could be and allow the Spirit to do the rest, allow the Spirit of God to then work in people, get them excited 
get them passionate and make them aware of where they could actually change the world. Once again, this is where we really need to pray for the gifts of the Holy Spirit if we are to actually step into our baptismal calling and, and particularly to, to step into this as part of our discipleship of following Christ, we've got to learn the heart of Jesus. And we've got to start to do this in the same way Jesus did it. You know, Jesus didn't spend a lot of time, you know, invoking the rules and threatening people. He spent a lot of time storytelling. He spent a lot of time using creative ways to open up a different vision of reality. And when he worked with the apostles, he spent a lot of time being really patient, trying to get them to move beyond their current worldview around position and who's superior and who's inferior, but rather to step into a place where they started to understand their gifting, that each person was vitally important because they could do something that no one else could. I think if we as a church could really step into this anointing the church would be a very different place and the way that the world saw us as Christians would be quite transformed because they would no longer be looking at a bunch of helpless insecure sheep but they would now be looking at a community where every person was a shepherd know who they are who are courageous who are fearless in everything but have a vision of what the world could be and are not afraid to speak out that truth.